why you shouldn't push through your period and how to use it to ease anxiety, return to self-trust and rebuild the outer structures of your life, such as work, home and relationships in a more sustainable and life-giving manner. By the end of this episode, you will learn the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual changes that no one is talking about when it comes to your period. The most impactful changes that occur when you are returning to a sacred relationship with your period and then exactly how to make the most out of this time of the month. We're speaking with one of my dear colleagues and friends, Liz, a sacred womb guide and feminine embodiment teacher who supports edgy, radical women to live fully expressed as their most wild, alive and authentic selves. Each time we deny our female functions, each time we deviate from our body's natural path, we move farther away from our feminine roots. This can create distress within our bodies and can set the scene for further problems physically and emotionally for ourselves and for our families. This quote is from the book Wild Feminine, which was written by Tammy Lynn Kemp. And it speaks to what we're speaking about today, which is women's menstrual cycle and menstruation itself talking about your period (sighs) this is a podcast that is oh i wonder if you can hear the wind chimes (laughs) they're so beautiful so hey liz oh my gosh hey welcome you and i did a podcast on your podcast last year Mm-hmm. And we said that we would do one on mine, and here we are, and we'll link to the podcast on yours later. It's on feminine masculine. But today it's it's on it's on this and this quote. So mm-hmm. what comes to you? What do you want to share about the menstrual cycle to be, to begin with? To begin. To we begin. We can go in so We're, many places. We know we will. We so. will, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, receiving the introduction of myself it's like this beautiful mirror so powerful yeah words um honestly bring me to tears and give me chills in my body to be able to walk this path to be um in my own journey with my womb and to support other women in their journey with their wombs and their bodies and their wisdom and their intuition the power that they hold within them um really this remembrance yeah that is happening within so many of us and i know that if you are listening to this you can feel an element of that whatever called you into this this episode in particular um so just speaking that affirming that what brought you here Um, whether it's an inner knowing, whether it is some experience already with your menstrual cycle, with your menstrual blood, with your womb space, maybe it's some kind of dis-ease in that experience or wanting to heal. Um, There's so many doors that lead back to the womb. Oftentimes they are they can be around pain or dis-ease because that is what can get our attention. However, all of the calls are valid and all of the doors are pathways back home, in my opinion. So welcome and just really seeing you, honoring you uh, for saying yes to just exploring. And that's what we'll be doing oh, in our conversation. Um, sharing kind of information but also wisdom of our own experiences so that it can invite an awakening and activation of remembrance within you and really you know yourself best and I think we even spoke into this when we were on my podcast it's like yeah we're gonna share from our studies and our personal experience which is an invitation to get curious about your your studies and your personal experience. We're not the keepers of all wisdom. <laughs> you are. So I'm at, 
I'm also really excited to feel into maybe what thoughts come up for you, my dear beautiful person listening, and actually receive that feedback and your own insights. I think it's a journey that we are all on together. Um, and yeah, but why don't we start, Liz, with the very basics. Can you speak a little bit to the hormones and like, okay, like the very basic understanding, let's make sure that we're all on the same page yeah. of the women's cycle. Yeah. So we'll be honing in specifically on the time of menstruation, which is the time that you're bleeding during your cycle, but the entire cycle itself is the menstrual cycle. And typically that can run 28 to 33-ish. It can really depend though for each woman. Um, more or less though can mirror the uh, cycle of the moon, which is 29 and a half days. So the menstrual cycle itself has four phases and the time of menstruation when you're bleeding is the first stage in that cycle. The first day of your bleed is the first day of your menstrual cycle. And so it resets, if you will, every single time that you begin your bleed. And so while you're bleeding, that's that menstruation. Um, and then after you finish bleeding, you enter into what is called the follicular phase or it's the pre-ovulation phase. Um, and so that's the second stage. And um, this is where your body is kind of preparing on a physical level for potential um, or for, for ovulation. And then on an energetic, but also physical level with the hormones, um, that energy can be slowly beginning to rise. Um, kind of, I like to see it as this re-emergence back um, into the world, particularly because I, the menstruation for me, and we'll get into this more, is an invitation to really go within, kind of be in this inner cave, um, some of that darkness, um, inner, uh, inner space, inner realms. Um, and so also, we can also see the, the cycle mirrored with the seasons. So menstruation is this inner winter. We get into then the follicular phase, pre-ovulation is this inner spring so you can just even feel into that energy of spring um and feel into that for that's kind of representative of that second phase and then going into ovulation um and so this could be around if we're looking at a cycle that's around 29 days maybe ovulation is around day 14 but this again can depend on every woman so we ovulate and um, that is when the egg is dropping and when we can potentially become pregnant. So that is the inner summer phase there. I mean, again, for every woman will experience the different phases in a little bit of a different way. Sometimes I would say with ovulation, there's this sense of like, Bursting. I mean, you kind of think of like an egg releasing, you're bursting out this summer energy. I always um, think of it as like, Sharon that's has, the time you want to go out dancing with your friends. Yeah. Like you're like, let's like, you, yeah. you're like, oh, like out we go. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Extroverted. And we were watching some, we were both learning about this as well. It's, I think usually there's a, yes, you have more sex drive because you might have more sex drive because your hormones are trying to get you to have sex because you're fertile during that window. But we, were, hmm. we came across some interesting information that you actually, women tend to have a higher sex drive uh, when they are menstruating. Um, but that's just like a little thing that I don't know, guys, if that is true for you, something to get curious about. Um, yeah, and I can share more about why that might be Yeah. once we get into some more of the details of the menstruation specifically. I have a question. Hmm. For our listeners who do not menstruate, how will they engage in this podcast? So, like I said, with the cycles of the moon, that is such a beautiful way to feel into this energetic cycle and the rising and falling of the energy, if you will. So 
very similarly. Um, yeah, and I can relate this, uh, you know, in the same way we're talking about the seasons with each phase. There's also a um, phase of the moon that is kind of mirrors each phase. So mm-hmm. um, menstruation, inner winter, new moon time. And you kind of feel that with this turning within, the sky is dark, uh, it's a time for reflection, uh, time to begin planting uh, kind of ideas or things. Um, and then coming into the follicular phase in our spring, that waxing moon, so the waxing moon is growing, um, the light is growing in the sky, then you come into ovulation, the full moon, that big expressive kind of abundant, full energy, summer energy. And then we're coming into the um, third phase, which is the luteal phase or pre-menstruation. And inner fall, and that is the waning moon. Um, And so I also wanna say whether you're not bleeding currently for whatever reason, or if you have kind of an irregular cycle, tuning into the lunar, the moon phase is really, can be really powerful, especially if you have an irregular cycle and are wanting to potentially bring in more of a like harmony balance, regulating that cycle. That's Um, what I did actually now remembering. I had a really irregular cycle. So I started doing all the ceremonies according to the moon cycle and uh, as if I had a period, I treated the moon as if it were my period, and I did like the thing that we're about to talk about. And eventually, my period synced with the moon again. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I've had a similar experience. Um, well, when coming off hormonal birth control, which yeah. we'll get into, but um, sinking in with the new moon right now. We're recording this right on a new moon. I am currently bleeding right now, which is exactly why we're recording right now. Hello. Um, and there's something within me that when I started to feel that sink, it was like, oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, it's really awesome. Yeah. 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 And it just is, and I notice it when there's big things that happen in my life, like, or big travel, like my womb, my uterus, my body knows to wait, like that she comes. At this point, with all of the work and reflection and practices that I've been in over the years, I now fully trust when my period comes because it's such wisdom that my body and womb is sharing with me around just life, everything it's so interesting everything like even hearing you say that i was so annoyed that my period came early last week Mm. i had a moment i was i was i was like no i still had things that i was gonna do before my period and then Mm. it came and looking at the events of the last few days i would have been it it served me more to have my period last week Mm -hmm. so that i could be more present with the things that i've been doing these past few days now that I'm in the follicular phase. And so it's mm-hmm. just this like, it, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who does experience, who isn't in a place where there's that full trust or there's even like a good relationship yet. Yeah. Or if there's um, kind of this dis-ease or uh, what do I want to say like <sighs> what's the word where, where it's like like kind of talking down to or it's like what like just it's like a punishment maybe we see getting the period as a punishment or there's an particularly painful or yeah. an inconvenience um, or a weakness or... a weakness right go ahead no I think I think I want to hone in on that and be really granular about it let's talk about what the relationship might feel like with that space and what are kind of symptoms that we might experience that tell us that we're engaging with our period in a space that is lacking and referencing the quote from above lacking that what what did it say kind of love and attention and 
Um, yeah, when we deviate, what are symptoms that we might have that are telling us that we are deviating from our path and our mm. innate wise relationship with our period? Yeah. So immediately what I feel is that most of us, like if we go into the very root, because a lot of the times the symptoms that we're experiencing are because of many years, layers of ways of being. Yeah. Ways of being in relationship with our body, with the space, ways of our inner dialogue, speaking to ourself and stories and conditioning that we receive from external. So when I feel into that, the, the root is really that um, in the society, in the, in the systems that we have in place right now, it's very rare that you are, that like as a woman, as a young girl, we're initiated in a really sacred, intentional way, mm-hmm. in an empowering way into this moment of our lives and our womanhood. This yeah. is a right of passage no matter what and um i heard this once from one of my teachers um that like these moments of our in a woman's life right so our first period giving birth coming into menopause these are each rites of passages and will shape then our identity Mm -hmm. as women and a rite of passage is not always inherent in like um that it's treated as such or as like a sacred initiation yeah if your mother let's say didn't like you you went to her and you you know wanted to know about you know what what's all what's happening i started bleeding like what's what what's going on and had all these questions and your mother maybe or your aunts like it was not something that was talked about hush hush like that in and of itself that experience was the rite of passage and Mm. that's then what that's the message that we receive and that and that becomes becomes a part of your identity exactly yeah and so whatever you're just even reflecting on that now like what was your first bleed experience like how did the women in your life speak about it how did they speak about even being a woman and what that was like and what was the either messages or sensation that you experienced with that first bleed? And just even reflecting on that will give you a lot of information of then relationship with it. Yeah. So I just wanted to go in there and then we can go into symptoms, but is there anything else you wanted to yeah, with that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think just... In a way, I feel like when, unless we make it more conscious, every time we experience our period, we experience that same thing very much again. So like for me, my first period meant that I couldn't go to the pool with my friends mm. and it was a big, it was a big event. And mm. I was very upset about missing it. Cause you know, we had planned this event. It was the whole school was going the boy I liked was going, you know, it was a big, big deal. And I wasn't able to go or maybe I did go and I was just really nervous the whole time. I don't think I went. Um, and so the, the message my brain made was like, oh, when you have your period, you miss out on things. Mm-hmm. And it could have been very different if there was like a, if I got a party, maybe, mm. maybe it would have been like, oh, when you have a period, you get a party, <laughs> you know, like if we didn't do that, if we didn't do the pool, but we did a different party, maybe it would have been different. And I think it was handled perfectly the way that it had to be handled. Like nobody did anything wrong. But I feel like it's it, it would be very interesting to see how you're carrying the same um, stories and con- connota- connotations is the word that I'm looking for. Yeah, like connections, yeah, associations. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think about a lot of women who like don't want to have a period. They're trying to get rid of it. And I wonder, oh, I wonder if that's something that their mom was like, oh, did you know you can get rid of this? Or their friends were like, did you know that you can not have this? Or, oh, having it is so awful. Um, Yeah. It's very interesting. And yeah, I think that's a symptom of not wanting to have it is a symptom that we 
could have a more productive relationship with it i hmm. i think you know you you want to avoid it because it's uncomfortable it doesn't have to be uncomfortable right and just recognizing even touching in on this shift from how we're seeing the period the blood um with the messages that are typically given that the blood is dirty that in some ways our female body is dirty um that getting a period is an inconvenience it means you um can't participate in certain things you want to participate in it um may mean that uh it's like a weakness right it's easier to just not have it and to continue to push on through because let's be honest the way that our like work society for the most part still is set up nine to five um i mean it's based on a male hormonal cycle not this female hormonal cycle that i was describing in the beginning that spans around 29 days our hormones change every single day you are not meant to show up the same every single day you're actually meant to be a slightly different like version of you essence of you because it's all you every single day so even just touching in on that which is basic hormones it's basic biology and physiology it's actually very radical because we were not taught and we actually there's not much space given for that in our structures, systems, and society. And I think we really need to validate that. It's that this is all really beautiful, but if you, like me, when I, many years ago, are working in a place where, you know, I can't imagine saying to my boss, I can't do that conference call because I'm on my bleed and I would rather have it on Tuesday because I'll be better then and I will be better at a conference call. Um, he, he, he would be like, no, we're, we're putting the deal through now. Like, do you want to be on the deal or you don't want to yeah. be on the deal? It's absurd. Like, and, and I think that a lot of women li- live in that society. You yeah. and I get to organize things out of our schedule because we've created a life that allows that. And we've sacrificed a lot to do that, but it is not the norm. And in a lot of it, it's hard, you know? And so I think we just need to validate like, you guys are doing your best and you're doing a great job <laughs> and uh, yeah keep going and with that the more each one of us connects with our cycle connects with the truth of our female physiology yeah gets curious about oh how might i actually be different than men because i and like just actually I am very different than a yes, man and that's okay and it's <laughs> and good. it's amazing the world needs women as women we birth we give life to the next generation that's a whole other conversation but truly actually there is a correlation between how we bleed and how we birth and so returning to this like the sacredness of what it means to be a woman, that's, that's what this conversation is about. That's what it means to come back into this cycle. But what I wanna say is that each one of us, that in however big or small a way, you come back to you, come back to your womanness, come back to your female physiology, come back to your pelvis, your womb, your bleed, um, come back to your own feminine wisdom, intuition, like little by little, that is what will change these systems and structures and it may take time and that's okay um but it's yeah it's only going to change if it's done this way yeah um there's an interesting and important thing to reference here you know as the nervous system specialist in the space how we bleed is how we relate to our nervous system. How we bleed is how we relate to our anxiety. How we bleed is how we mm. relate to our emotions. How we bleed is how we relate to our pain and our sensations and our spirituality and our faith, um, mm. our indecision. Um, when I connect and I come into a space of the nervous system regulation and trauma healing from a space of like, I've got to get calm. I've got to fix this. I've got to return to ease. And, and hmm. guys, I, I do this too. 
and I know that you do when we come from a space of like I've got to get calm I've got to get myself back to the arrive I've got to arrive in this this space I've got to get through this difficult period we actually you can see that mirrored by instead of taking the night off taking a Panadol and going out for dinner or instead of journaling and doing a movement practice or a sounding practice through your period um pushing through and 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 trying to be the mom that you were last week today and trying to just push through to this space where we become the person that we think that we need to be for people or we become we experience the things that we think that we need to experience instead of and what Liz and I are proposing and trying to invite you and we'll give you an invitation in a moment to actually do this is that you connect with your dysregulated nervous system your emotions your anxiety your lack of clarity your lack of faith your your crisis your darkness you connect with that you go through that and when you go through that you will come out more vibrant Mm. more connected Mm. with more ease more intuitive Mm. more grounded more strong like all of the things all of the things that you want are on the other side of connection and honoring of this and being in the depths Mm. of it instead of trying to get to the other side and that's always the way, isn't it? With I know these it's things. annoying, and sometimes. it's like the last thing that you often want to do. Yeah, especially when we're speaking about a space in the body that, as a collective, can hold a lot of shame, pain, a lot of emotion um the heart and the womb are deeply connected and uh, you know as women i heard this from one of my teachers and i really resonated with it the heart is where we feel emotions right where we're processing emotions and as women sometimes in this fawn or appeasing response we push down the emotions that we're actually feeling to seem to to go along to not ruffle feathers to appease to keep the peace to be the good girl the nice girl even in like a, a, a fight or a flight response, we perceive that the way to move forward is to push mm. or to plan. Mm. Yeah. And where do the emotions go? Down. Down, 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 down. And the womb and the pelvis, the pelvic bowl, is a space of really the two main kind of essences of the womb and the pelvis are receiving and releasing think of receiving energy and receiving penetration receiving um, these emotions as well as releasing releasing with your bleed um, can release energy through here as well birthing Uh, and so when we this space can hold a lot and so it can, and we think even of like of the hips and in yoga, right? Like the hips can, there's like doing hips. Um, yeah. Hip uh, the, flows. The yeah. psoas is the, the yeah. muscle of the soul and it's holding. Mm. It's really interesting. I've been doing a lot of emotional release lately and my hips are so much more flexible in ways that I haven't been in maybe like 10 years. I wow. it's, it's actually, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and in, ta- in the tantric tradition, the the woman's womb and the pelvic bowl holds all of the relationships of the entire community. Wow. Yes. And if we do not have an, a cleansing and a release that is intentional, you end up whole, like you're, st- if you haven't done that, 
Mm. You are still holding the first kiss when you were I don't know how old. Mm. You are still holding the heartbreak from your lover when you were on the playground sharing mm. milk boxes. Like, you know, that you yeah. if you have not been actively releasing, mm. whether or not you're menstruating or like, yeah. it, or if you haven't done it lately, you are still holding your entire community and that lineage since like and, and everyone inside of and, and, and like I know that you guys you feel that like you feel that you're holding your community moms you feel that you're holding your family you feel that you're holding your partner and your new date you feel that you're holding your parents you guys feel that you're holding this and that's why we release yeah yes and so Speaking into, touching into the space of the womb, the pelvis, it goes beyond so much more than surface level or what we think we expect to find there or what um, the initial symptom that called us into it is or was. And I... Yeah, like as we're bringing awareness just by speaking into this, by you listening into this, back into this space, like Sheridan was saying earlier, I think any time we're coming into, like there's an invitation to connect in with the body and the, that like wanting to get to the other side. Mm Mm-hmm there can be a natural resistance that comes up. And so also if that is arising or in whatever way, that's also totally natural. Mm-hmm. And especially when we're, we're touching into a space that has held so much. And so just being gentle with yourself through this process and noticing what's arising Because the other thing about bringing our awareness back into this space is that um, with this book, you know, Wild Feminine, Tammy Lynn Kent, she is a holistic, she created this modality, holistic pelvic care, and just has so much wisdom about this space. So I could share quotes about her for years. But something that she speaks into is that it's really around um, like the feminine spirit and that by coming back into our pelvic space and our womb, we are reawakening, welcoming back in the feminine spirit into our body, into our lives, and into our world. Yeah. In the most sacred, intentional, powerful, wild way. And we as women, we as these really the keepers of the feminine spirit and can connect to this in our own pelvic space, like it starts with us. And what I love that she says is, I mean, and it feels very, very true is that um, any place in the body, but especially the pelvic space, any place that we have disconnected from, distanced ourselves from for whatever reason, Maybe because we had to. Maybe because it didn't feel safe to drop into that space. Maybe, Maybe because it was Trump. Exactly. Yeah. Any space that we've had to disconnect ourselves from, or any space that has experienced dishonor, whether it's on this collective scale, whether it's simply in not getting celebrated because we start to bleed as young girls, that to me is a dishonor yeah. of our feminine spirit and our female nature so we're all in that yeah and the antidote to shame is honor Mm -hmm. is reverence is devotion is gentle sacred presence back into those spaces and when we drop that into our pelvis 
back into the womb. The feminine spirit comes alive in such great, magnificent, magical force. Yeah. And the menstrual cycle, your bleed time, is a really tangible beautiful way to begin or to continue your own journey of that oh and I mean like I wish you guys could see me I'm just sitting and smiling and I want to speak a little bit to what is the after of this because because okay yeah you know what if you're experiencing a lot of cramps right now by doing this type of work the cramps are going to dissipate disappear for most people let's talk about the symptoms yeah oh shit get excited hello Right, okay, so before and after, yeah, I think it's good. Okay, cramps. You might have symptoms of cramps before, after they're gonna dissipate. What's another symptom that you might have? Yeah, I mean, so with menstrual cramps specifically, a lot of the times this menstrual cramping, this contraction of the uterine muscles are, like, can happen when there is tension already in the essentially like the the muscles of the pelvic bowl um and so i just wish i could show my pelvic model right you will yeah yeah yeah, exactly so in our in our pelvic i mean we have a very intricate beautiful um system of of muscles that are you know pelvic floor but really it's the entire pelvic bowl Mm. um but they sit you know that are um yeah just at the base of our body this is like our feminine root system and they are connected not directly but indirectly with with the vagus nerve for anyone who cares about that well the cervix yeah is the root is the end yeah of the vagus nerve yeah um and it also is directly connected to the diaphragm, which yeah. is a very, very large part of what we use to give signs to the vagus nerve and regulate the nervous system and find all those good things that we're not talking about on this podcast, but yeah. continue. Essentially, your body is a beautiful system of mm-hmm. wisdom, wisdom, yeah. and it's all connected. And so many of us do hold t- chronic tension in our pelvic muscles whether it's for being seated for a long period of time whether it's because of those emotions that we were talking about that are held there whether it's because of past trauma and this is how the body has responded whether it's because of a tightening um because this is also the root of the body that is uh the immediate the clench reflex when you feel unsafe that Mm -hmm. that happens and so all of these different things for reasons why we could feel chronic tension and just a little note here This is why Kegels, which are focused on strengthening the pelvic floor muscles, are not necessarily the, quote, like like the best medicine medicine or therapy for your pelvic space. Um, And that's a whole other conversation. But just so we are aware, most of us are holding tension. So what we actually need to do is be relaxing. And so that is where cramps can come in. Another thing that I really feel with cramps is that it can be like the energy of the and the and the what's physically happening when we're bleeding is the release down, blood mm-hmm. flowing down. So if we have anything in our vaginal canal while we're bleeding, so that can be a menstrual cup, a tampon, anything that is restricting that flow downwards, that can also lead to cramping. Yeah. Um and so if you're someone who uses those products and experiences cramping, play with not doing not that. Not using them. See what happens. Um, yeah, so that's that's around cramping. Um, and what? then I also want to speak into the premenstrual, like PMS. Yeah. Because I know that this is something just generally in the collective around like, oh, God. PMS, PMS symptoms, um, typically around also like emotional expression. Like wanting to cut the world apart. Yeah, and like being a bitch and being nasty and being labeled as hormonal and all these different things. But 
this is this would be the premenstrual phase is that luteal phase it is that starting to wind down coming into near into your bleed time and personally i feel that this phase of the cycle has immense wisdom because the emotions that are bubbling up to the surface that then may be expressed in certain ways that could then be perceived as hormonal bitchy whatever are actually very clear signs or or pieces of wisdom around like what's really going on within it's about the truth so like Mm. your estrogen is going down in that space and there is this concept in ayurveda which we call writing on your estrogen and it's these (laughs) it's this energy it's what it really talking about is that a lot of the time we walk through life and we feel good about it (laughs) but we're actually just riding on the estrogen in that we're like using the estrogen in our system to be the way that we think that we need to be without even realizing it's not coming from true vitality and true Mm. um joy and so what happens is when that estrogen decreases well now we can see what's truly going on and this is why um what's the oh gosh i've just forgotten the word this is why pms is so difficult because for some people because if you are not living or there's something going on that is very difficult for your body when that estrogen drops away well now we're confronted with the truth of what's happening inside yeah and if you do not have the the tools and the experience and the loving kind of Mm. awareness to meet yourself where you are it feels really awful. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Can I, I noticed this, it was really interesting, this cycle and this past couple of cycles, my period keeps arriving almost on surprise. Mm. And I think I, I think I had one day last week where I was like, the world is ending. I hate, I'm so sad. I, and I was like, this is period sadness. My period's about to come. But I've noticed that ever since I've been doing this type of work and I don't, I don't get any PMS. Yeah. Nothing. No cramping. It's just like, oh, you look, no cramping, no PMS. And before I used to have really bad cramping and I had a lot of PMS and now it's just like, you just open your underwear and you need to, you've you've got some red in there. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, that's happening. Okay. (laughs) Right. I also feel this time is a really beautiful Mm, kind of yeah it's a time where we're shown where boundaries are being asked for yeah within our life absolutely within our um way that we're just caring for ourselves so i i notice that i can get really particular around like my space and having alone time and and it really is for me feels like a preparation for my bleed time which I know will be a time that I retreat that I take time away and then I go really inwards and it's this pre-bleed time that's like okay let's set the things up um and and my no comes through really really clearly during this time and oftentimes we're kind of like potentially shamed for how we share our no or how that comes in or don't feel like there's space for it or whatever and so I think that's how the PMS or like how premenstrual time can get distorted. Yeah. Um, but actually, you know, what in what ways are boundaries just coming through and in what ways can you honor them? Because uh, it's your body and your energetic system preparing as well to yeah. go into a big uh, moment. Yeah. Because your bleed every month is a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just some other things feeling into like... Um, any other symptoms that you want to touch in on? Um, I trust you. What what other symptoms would you like to speak <sighs> to? I feel like this, just maybe touching in on the uh, experience of women that may feel like a, a dread or like an inconvenience around this time of the month you know, feeling into any invitations, um, for how to just set up the time in a way that feels 
I don't know, to start to shift that. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's like a, it's a, it's not just like a shift in the relationship with the space and with our, with, with the womb, but it's also um, a lifestyle. It is shift. a lifestyle. It is a really big lifestyle shift. And I think you get to be as vocal as you want about it. Some people, for some people, it might be really helpful to share with your friends mm. and your work that you're going to be making these shifts. And for some, it's not going to. I remember a couple, maybe it was like 18 months or so ago, I put, I was so nervous um, to put out this rule that I was no longer going to be doing coaching calls Mm. Um, on my period, even if I was scheduled. Like, if I got my period an hour before my call, I was like, I'm going to cancel them because it's very important to me to have this time. And I'm very happy that I have a job that allows me to do that. I was so nervous about it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm unprofessional. Like, right. I was so nervous just to send this email. And, you know, I told all of my clients and I tell everyone that I work with now. And it usually, I don't cancel late because my period's so... Um, regular that I can schedule and make sure it doesn't happen but I got just such an overwhelmingly positive response mm. and yeah. it inspired the other women in my life mm-hmm. to, to do the same yeah. um, friends clients like everyone and so I think it's but at the same time you know I also know the people that I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna yeah. there are certain people in the world that I'm not gonna be like can't come to dinner can't do that favor because I'm on my bleed. I'm just going to say, no, I I can't. I'd love to do it next week. Right. Right. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we can speak into like the other side then of this, not just of what it is when you embrace and reclaim this time, but also on the other side of, of the cycle of when you do sink into and really allow this time to, nourish you when you are in presence with it what is it like when you emerge out into the world right yeah yeah so tell us your after what is life like now for you as directly as a direct result of this specific work what has changed hmm I fucking love that I'm a woman I know (laughs) same I feel like rooted more and more every single cycle yeah into my sacred like-ness goddess-ness even when it's like let's say a hard or there there are menstrual cramps or like it's not like necessarily that it's always this easy that bleeding yeah. you know is this um like it's light experience mm, mm, mm. uh however in embracing all of it so that also means embracing my humanity Mm. Um, the emotions that may arise when I actually am in present with this space and take time to slow down because that's really what the essence of this is the days of my bleed are an invitation to like pause yeah feel spaciousness feel slowness and that is when the true magic comes through and sometimes it's blissful and like ecstatic and like just it's just delicious because even the aching of the womb sensations are like yummy yeah which I can I can hear you guys rolling your eyes and (laughs) she's not lying not an exaggeration yeah and and sometimes it also means like being present with self also means confronting or seeing just like grief or things that feel really yeah that have been there but haven't maybe had space to be processed that's what happens when we pause right or when we 
feel safe to feel. When we feel safe to feel, yeah. Things can arise and, and like we're saying in the beginning, when we actually allow those, space, those things to move through and also just trusting that they are moving through, you don't actually have to do anything. I think I just want to speak to that because that's been a big thing for me is that, you know, especially as somebody who's experienced a lot of trauma and really difficult experiences related to sex and men and, and trusting people and things like that, I've never felt safer in my body and who I am and safer with other people um, and safer with men. And I, it's not all, it's not all attributed to this work, but doing the practices like the ceremony that we'll speak about in a second and this type of work is very very helpful and just knowing that that your body is moving through that and providing a space for it to move through that not having to do anything not having to go into the story and relive the experience and think about how awful it was and but just knowing that there is an intelligence whether i'm menstruating or not whether i'm actively doing this work or not that there is an intelligence that is processing and digesting and integrating all of those experiences when I give it the time and the space Mm. to do so and it is in that space that we heal our trauma create beautiful relationships have beautiful attachment have less anxiety and all of the things that I am trying to help the world with and do myself yeah yeah that to me feels like the real medicine of this time and returning to our cycle and like we're speaking about our feminine spirit that we don't we can lay it down we can lay down the need to arrive to a certain place to be any way other than we are in this exact moment or to be doing anything especially when it comes to healing because that can get honestly tiring yeah and it can make you feel like you're a pretty shitty person when you go into this healing space of this energy and it's dysregulated it's a trauma response this urgency to to heal and everything no your body is really smart yeah <laughs> give it the time the space and the intentional ceremony to to reconnect you with your wild beautiful essence the healing essence the the wise essence the essence that trusts the uncertainty and doesn't need to to go into coping mechanisms and eat lots of chocolate cake and message the guy that you know that you shouldn't message and do all of the things that you you know that you really shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah and i feel the when the more that we can sink into that and trust our the the experience the cycle that our body is going through well, the more we trust our own inner voice mm-hmm. and intuition and the more we like this feels like the real medicine too as women for healing that it is cyclical, that it is a spiral, that it's not A to B. It's not linear and you are always exactly on time and there is no rush. Hmm. and when you allow that on the other side emerging out of this bleed time emerging out of yeah, emerging out of any practice ceremony that you do to honor this time it's like being freshly reborn into yeah. the next version of you yeah with like a spring in your step, yeah. vibrancy, aliveness, like from the depths of you emerging out. Yeah. And so it's not just getting better, you know, easing the physical symptoms or easing the emotional symptoms. It, this is a full reclamation of your feminine spirit, power, wildness, aliveness, and joy. And you get to come back to that every single cycle. Every single cycle, which is the coolest thing. You, you cannot, 
you're not like losing it. You literally do it every single cycle. Isn't that amazing? Um, story yeah. time and an invitation. So in preparation for this podcast episode, Liz created a ceremony for your bleed time. Mm. Um, and uh, I practiced it because obviously I had to test it for you guys and I'll be doing it <laughs> every bleed now. But, and I already have like a pretty good relationship with it. Uh, and I have my practices and everything, but anyway, so she created this women, body, men, shamanic journey. And I was having a, I hadn't had a difficult period for, Ooh, like maybe, maybe like a good six to eight months. Things have been pretty easy. Uh, but I had a difficult, I was having a difficult period mentally and emotionally. It was just, I felt really not good. And I felt a lot of emotions and I felt heavy and I had cramps and I was nauseous and I usually don't get that. Anyway, so I was having a difficult period. Um, and thankfully she had, Liz sent me the ceremony to test and it was literally less than like less than 24 hours. I went into a 24 hours of doing it. I did the ceremony full disclosure. I fell asleep halfway through Mm -hmm. and that felt really good. Um, next month I'll complete it, but I came out and I was still in it a little bit, but I came out the next day and I was like, you know what? Everything's actually totally fine. I am so much stronger than I realized. I got that, that full pep in your step and that full strength and that level of resilience and this, this intuitive knowing of so many different things and no hesitancy to act on any of it. And just like Mm. that warrior-esque energy, which is what I need right now in my Mm. life. Um, I think in other moments, you will, if you don't need warrior energy, you'll get something else. But I need warrior energy at the moment. And I, and I got that. Mm. And, oh God, Mm. it was so amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do you feel called to share any words just to like share the essence of what it is like to be in held in that ceremony and then I can share the yeah so the womb embodiment and and the ceremony that Liz has created that we're inviting you into today is you know when we talk about slowing down and we're like oh you should do these beautiful ritual things for your for your period this is exactly how to do that you don't need to worry about anything else mm. so it's it is a structure to hold you hmm. um so that you can relax and be guided and it feels very it's not a strict structure hmm. i felt like i could fall asleep and totally. and i still got a lot out of it um I think that's it. It's a structure. It's like a bed to lay Oof. on. Yeah. And be held while you bleed. It's the it's the intelligence that's think thinking about things so that you don't have to. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so this is a ceremony for your bleed time. And that is exactly the essence of it the intention of it is well really because I had been yearning for something to hold me in the days of my bleed and um, even having studied this and having different teachers and different practices I can drop into them and have dropped into them but it's like I just want this cocoon container that is simple and yet profound to just dip into that is created with the essence of the bleed time because this creation I think well it first came to me like three years ago and I have been slowly creating the pieces of it only during my own bleed time so it is infused because like we said our hormones are different every single day so and the, so the energy, our physiology, it's different every single day. And it felt very important for me to be creating this only when in the essence and energy of my bleed and of that moment and of that essence of me. So that is infused and woven throughout. Because 
there is a magic when we connect as women during these times. So the invitation is when you drop into this, um, you know, during this time of your cycle, that you will meet another woman on the other side, me, who is in it with you at the same time. Yeah. And we're going through it, we're swimming through it, we're navigating through that, um, of the womb waters and inner realms. And so what's included in that is this welcome video that really orients to the time to uh, this kind of reframe and reclaim that we are starting to touch into in this conversation around the time and seeing that as sacred and uh, kind of how this time was seen many, many, many years ago as this really uh, sacred, um, revered time in communities and inviting you into a little bit of pelvic mapping. So there you will get to see me bring out the pelvic model and share about some of the bones and muscles of the it's pelvis. really cool. Like I've watched you do that presentation numerous times now and every single time I get something new. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, just to the simple act of having more information and getting to see someone guide us through this space in our bodies is so profound in and of itself. So that is in there and then we have about an hour long of a womb embodiment practice which really is a series of um, really gentle pelvic exercises it's um, called self-empowered body work and the idea with body work is that it's body work is anything like a massage or oftentimes body work we think of as someone working on us but self-empowered body work and what i love about this modality um, of integrative pelvic health, which is what I'm trained in, is that it's body work on yourself. It's mm. from this sense of knowing your own pelvis and your own feminine landscape and working with the muscles and the bones, the connective tissue in a way that without even needing to touch, because touch and vaginal massage is a whole other thing that you can do. But this is, I feel like it's so accessible because it's yeah. like, it is gentle yet so profound. So there's several practices in that, um, you know, the womb embodiment section that will help you with releasing, with connecting, with uh, this kind of softening. Um, and, and they're simple. And I think it's important. So you don't need to touch yourself. It's yeah. fully clothed, you know. Um, it's very profound and yeah. connected, but we're not asking you to... Yeah go and grab a jade egg there you right. know and i know that sometimes especially if there's a lot happening there you just like don't really want to do that and so this is yeah yeah very gentle and slow and then from the physical practices there is a shamanic womb journey um which is my favorite yeah and Really, shamanic journeys, uh, especially these womb journeys, um, you can describe it as a kind of body-based meditation. However, meditation, in my opinion, often connects with like this Thinking. higher chakras yeah. transcending in a way. Yeah. And for me, these shamanic womb journeys are um, really based in the landscape of the body and in the, um, I mean, lower chakras, especially with the womb, and earth-based and invoking different maybe archetypes or guided imagery. Um, I mean, it's amazing, like... The, the music yeah. setup is amazing. It's an entire experience. When we talk about going in, you know, we take this very esoteric thing of like going in to find your wisdom. The shamanic journey is the, the literal how of how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, very, very cool. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have a lot of questions initially. And so I think on one element, on one side, leaving room for the mystery of it, um, because as Cher described, you know, each one of us 
receives the wisdom like she received this warrior essence each one of us will receive exactly what we need from the journey uh and to share a little bit you know it the what's happening is that you're just being guided into a really relaxed state where you're tapping into the dream time Mm. consciousness which is really that state like right before you fall asleep where you're deeply relaxed um however still kind of uh aware and awake uh and so it's it's connecting with the the subconscious with the inner realms and this is where that really deep healing or remembering or coming kind of coming home to these parts of yourself uh, this deep integration can happen without like needing to do a lot you're really just sinking in and receiving the journey and um and it's really gentle yeah and sometimes you fall asleep and that's exactly what you need and that's okay and um yeah i just find them to be a really beautiful complement with the physical practice because what you're doing with those it's gentle but it's profound you're beginning to enter into those deeper layers of the body then you go into the shamanic journey and it's again entering into the deeper layers of the body the subconscious mind um and uh and it, it just leads to gentle yet profound shifts yeah which i think is perfect for this time because the uh time of menstruation the bleed time it was the original shamanic journey um and i speak more into that on in the video inside of the ceremony um but yeah just leaving that is like we have a specific wisdom a specific magic within us as with as women and this ceremony is an invitation to not just be held in like your sacredness and remembering that and have a place to return to that but as a an awakening of that special wisdom and magic within you um because it is so there and mm, like it is yearning to be expressed and woven through your own life and support you yeah so we're making it a little easier for you guys yeah we're sharing a discount code for you I will be doing this journey with you this month and the, all of the months after. I will be doing this with you. I love this. Um, so my intention is that we actually are all doing it together and just make it, just incentivize that. We've created a discount. All of the information though is gonna be down below in the show notes. If for some reason you can't find it, send me a message on Instagram, find me, send me an email. Um, have a look at the, the beautiful, uh, you know, have a look at the link that we send you and join us 